Hello, welcome back to HCS Weekly, your weekly destination for all things HCS. I'm your host, Shyway. We're back yet again with more news and more interviews. And of course, we are so close to DreamHack Dallas or DreamHack Anaheim. Oh my God, I'm getting mixed up already. We're about three weeks out already for DreamHack Anaheim. We got our first PC Halo on PC tournament. It's going to be pretty exciting. We've got whole new rosters, new players. We got the return of of past champions, which is also very exciting because we got some past champions joining us on today's episode episode of HCS Weekly that I'm very excited to talk to. So from this week out, we got a lot of DreamHack Anaheim to talk to, to look at, to analyze, to, to make predictions on. It's going to be a good time over the next few weeks, so stay with us. Before we get there, we've got our news, of course, with Maddie Rums from NoobCombo.com. Let's talk news. Maddie, how's it going, buddy? Hey, dude. How are you? I'm all right, man. I, yeah, I don't, I don't blame uh, you for the Dallas slip-up. Every time I type something on the site, I always... You know, second guess myself. There, like, there is, must it Anaheim? Have, is that right? There must have been like three different locations that came up into my head. I had like Dallas, Atlanta, like yeah. Atlantic City, like all these. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, shoot. All right. It's Anaheim. But it's just there's so many DreamHack events. You, you mix them up. But we're here. Anaheim. We got it. <clears throat> What's up, man? What do we got today? Oh, uh, start with the usual playlist updates. In MCC, Halo Reach, you have uh, a lot of social changes. In social one v one, they removed magnums as your secondary weapon. Okay. In social four v four v four, what was it? So in social one v one, they had magnum as a secondary, and they removed it. Right. Was it a DMR magnum start originally, or was it a AR? So you just have an AR to start in a one v one. Well, that's another change. Oh, in one v one, I don't know. They changed the whole AR thing in social and Mm. in a. 4v4, which is next. In social 4v4, right. they replaced Team Slayer. They made it into two different ones. There's precision Auto Slayer, Slayer. and yeah, Precision Slayer <laughs> is the DMR starts. Auto okay. Slayer has the AR starts. Interesting. Apparently, some people liked autos and other people like DMR, so they just made it into two. I can't believe I, I remember reading the tweet about something like that, and people were getting upset that there were actually like uh, there was an auto-specific playlist or anything that had to do with uh, with autos in a playlist and social. It's like, come on, like you know, let let the casuals have their moment. Yeah, uh, you got to put precision weapons in everything. Um, but anyway, that's that's cool. So you, you got you got an option here if you want to play autos social or if you want to play precision social four v four. We got some Halo CE anniversary stuff any, yeah. any tease on that I'm, i mean, i can't wait for some halo ce pc uh yeah they did they talked about it in the development update for at the end of january okay. but for reach similar to h5 they have a, a ce anniversary for right. so yeah. they added that into social 4 before okay and then for okay. social 8v8 they added ar starts to all 8v8 modes they replace territories with three plot territories on Tempest. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then for King of the Hill, they changed the movement timer from 120 seconds down to 90 and the score to win from 250 to 200. Okay. Again, that's social eight versus eight. Hopefully those are good changes for that community. I'm, I'm not a social APA player. I don't know about you, Maddie. I dabble. You dabble? I dabble. Hopefully those are good changes. Hopefully they like them. Uh, we got Halo 5 changes as well. Right, uh, this whole month they're doing uh, double XP in the doubles playlist for yeah. you know celebrating Valentine's Day and all that. Yeah. And then starting on the sixth, uh, Mythic Rumble comes in for free for all. Some people are excited about this. This is the Halo Five Mythic settings, the the hybrid playlist, which is yeah, really cool. It's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. I had fun with it. 
Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a, a like evolved classic settings is kind of how I see it. It still has the same type of pacing that you would get with classic Halo, but you have advanced mechanics present mm -hmm. as well. So it's it's a pretty interesting hybrid. Definitely recommend tr like trying it out if you haven't already. Um, so there's that February sixth. Yeah, and then also see uh, anniversary throwback gets rotated out for mm -hmm. Roman King. Cool on the sixth as well. Cool. We've got uh, some more development, flighting updates. Looks like there's yeah, a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. I'm not covering all of it because it's okay. a very long post uh, over okay. by Postums, but you can check it out on Halo Waypoint. But uh, they talked a little bit about the about upcoming flighting, and their goal is to have flighting for Rings 1 and 2 of Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary this weekend. Nice. But okay. It's just a goal. It's not a... Uh, actually... By the time that posted, that was last weekend. Uh, so so wait, they meant like just this past weekend they wanted to do it? Was it was posted like on the 29th, so. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Well, yeah, uh, but ambiguous, yeah. So we, we should expect something soon. Yeah. Well, make sure you follow postings. Yeah, follow postings uh, on Twitter, guys. Yeah, then for campaign missions, campaign missions in the flight, you have Truth and Reconciliation, Silent Carto Cartographer, Assault on the Control Room, and 343 Guilty Spark. Okay. And then for multiplayer, the maps that we're going to be getting is Blood Gulch, Chill Out, Damnation, Hang 'em High, Prisoner, and Sidewinder. Cool. So a nice mix of maps. Right, right. So whether you're playing campaign or multiplayer, there's a lot of different stuff to try out in this this first flight, I guess, which is cool. Mm. Um, they also described uh, in the post that they're making changes to the progression system. Uh, they've adjusted XP for certain games and certain game modes. So, for example, I think. In Halo 3, you didn't earn medals as easily as in Halo Reach, so they adjusted the values of the medals in Halo 3. Okay. So you earn, I guess, an even amount across, when, no matter what game mode and game you're playing. Mm. Um, I just read talked, the next one. Yeah, they talked yeah. about the veto system and yeah. how they considered it, and it's not happening, at least for now. Damn it. Uh, they're worried about... People quitting out because people voting for the same map over and over and over again, things like yeah. that. Yeah, which I is mean, true. That is the but, risk. But yeah, yeah. I mean, but, if you have a good collection of maps to choose from, then it's not as bad. But I guess if there's one map that people love more than the others, I remember back uh, Halo Four veto system was just Haven, 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 Haven over and over. Well, just think <laughs> if it was the beginning of Halo Reach, how often everyone would be you know vetoing uh, pennants. You know, oh, no one. Well, you'd never. Yeah. They'd veto it every time, and you wouldn't have to worry about uh, people complaining about it as much. As well, well, there'd be right? there'd be that one guy who loves it and never gets to right. play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just get teased by it, I guess. I don't know. Um, but they also mentioned. You, know, Did you hear that? I heard it, man. Sounds like you got to go check that out right when we finish. Because <laughs> I live by myself. Right. Uh, they also talked about new crouch behavior, remapping the text chat, and remapping the push to talk button. Okay. The crouch behavior is huge, by the way. Yes. I don't know. Like, do we know when we're going to get that? Uh, no. Okay. Well, hopefully we but get that soon, guys. New yeah. crouch behavior meeting. We can crouch in our movement, which is that's a big change in movement, especially if you're a mouse and keyboard player. It's going to feel a lot more natural to move around in Halo Reach, which is very nice. Um, okay. We got SWAT Nation stuff. We got some more tournaments. Let's get into these quick now. Yeah. Uh, well, this isn't a tournament, but they announced uh, okay. they're taking applications, I guess, for their ambassador program. Right. So if you would like to represent the organization, 
either cast tournaments via streamer, ref tournaments, or moderate Discord and Facebook, you can go to SWATNation.net and uh, uh, you know apply there. Yeah. Uh, highly tournament. recommend it, guys. If you want to get started with casting, this is a great place to start. Uh, yeah. Squad Nation do regular events. They get pretty good viewership. Despite being Halo events, they have good prize pools. They're they're well-loved by the Halo community. Just really good starting ground. If you want to try casting, go check out Swat Nation. Uh, they host like results. two tournaments a month or something like that. So there's yeah. a, lot of, a lot of opportunity. Yeah. And then for tournament results, we had DreamHack Anaheim qualifier number three. First place was Mantra with Boobadoo, Ace, Falcated, and Spartan. Mm. Second place was IDK, Rain, Ryan, Noob, King, Nick, and Reliable. I love how they come in with the most lazy team name and they come second place. Yeah. yeah and then uh, third went to Tox Gaming, Snakebite, Lethal, ABG, Royal 2. Interesting. Yeah. I think that a lot of people, you know, just figured they would take all of them, but yeah. nice little shakeup. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me even more excited for, uh, for DreamHack Anaheim. Uh, so some interesting stuff to talk about there as far as the qualifier results. Uh, upcoming tournaments. Yeah, tomorrow uh, we have Game Sharks and Penn Halos online Halo Reach 2v2. Saturday we have DreamHack qualifier number four, which is the final one. And if you live in Fairfax, Virginia, there's a Halo Reach 4v4 at The Cave on PC. Awesome. Sweet. And then Sunday the 9th, Halo Project Brazil is having a Halo 5 2v2. And uh, Nap Times has a new, uh, I guess, branch called Tourney Times. He's, okay. he's also, he's the one who hosts all the SWAT Nation tournaments. Right, he does this, and it's, it looks like it's another SWAT. Yeah, specific. he's doing a Halo 5 Mythic SWAT 2v2. Okay. And that's also Sunday, February 9th. Right, so a lot of exciting stuff there if you're, uh, you know, a local of these locations, or you can do some of these online tournaments as well. A lot of different places to play some Halo and improve at the craft, all in time for DreamHack Anaheim, which is what we're all excited about. Maddie, thank you so much for joining me for the news today. Guys, you can check out this news on NoobCombo.com. You can follow all of those locations on Twitter that we mentioned as well, but I'm sure all of that will be on NoobCombo. Yep. Um, but uh, thank you, Maddie, for joining me. You got it. I got to go check that out now. <laughs> yes, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's everything for the news today. I'm excited to welcome our two guests on the show, our returning champions in Halo. We got Neighbor and Hysteria. Hey, thanks for having us, Shawa. It's happy awesome to be here, man. Yeah, yeah, happy to have you guys. Neighbor, it's uh, it's nice to see you again, man. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of HCS Weekly was having you on the show. How you been, man? Yeah, that was a great talk. Uh, I've been actually good. Uh, it, it's been, you know, it's been an, uh, an interesting last few months since the last Halo 3 event. Uh, where I wasn't going to play, and then I ended up uh, last minute, about <laughs> four or five days before the event, uh, flying straight to uh, Atlanta and, and teaming with a, a team that practiced once. Uh, but yeah, and here we are now, and I'm, I'm back and uh, trying to get back into the swing of things. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I understand your position. I, I pick on you, but you are you are one of many Halo players who say they're retired and they come back, you know, within the next month. I think Lethal commented on it. He, said, he did. Uh, he's yeah. got a list. He's got yeah. a list going. Yeah, that that is kind of annoying because for me personally, you know, when I when I've retired before, right, I worked for three four three for four years, and so right. I obviously couldn't play. Um, and and that was a decision that was really hard for me because I I knew I wanted to compete. You know, I was still going to Halo Four AGL events where there's you know, 70 competitors is like a local LAN. Uh, just to, you know, show like how passionate I am about competing. But I mean, more so for this more recent, you know, retirement, I actually, you know, I don't, I don't really share my life on social media, but I'll just 
I'll, I'll clear the air. I actually, I lost a family member uh, during about a couple months back and it was just really challenging and, and Halo was really the last thing on my, on my mind. Right. Um, and so, you know, after going through that whole experience and, uh, you know, receiving the phone call the day after, uh, you know, from my teammates the day after uh, the service, I was in a much better place. And so I said, you know, why not? You know, it, yeah. if this team needs help, let's do this. So um, right. that's that's kind of what happened. And so it, I'm I'm really happy now. You know, things are good, and I I'm on a great team with some great players, and yeah. really looking forward to this event. Yeah, well, I'm sorry about your loss, but but I'm happy that you're back. Thanks. The community is is happy to have you back, so you can stay a while. You know, just stay, get comfy. Hey, that's yeah. the plan. That's, <laughs> and, and I'll tell you this: I'm the I'm the oldest one in the scene right now. But I, I really here are you really while. the oldest? You don't look the oldest, though. That's I am. The, uh, yeah. No, I'm 29. Classic, and I'm turning right? I'm turning 30 <laughs> on the 17th of this month, so it's coming Man. up, and I'm terrified. Dinosaur. But you know, I don't know. I don't know what to do. It's yeah. yeah. You'll you'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Hysteria, nice to meet you, man. I, I got yeah, a chance man. to watch some of your gameplay. You were very <laughs> talented. Uh, how you been? How you enjoying Halo Reach and coming back to Halo? I know you've been playing Fortnite, and you, you caught the wave for a little while, but it looks like you're, well, you're not as much of a Fortnite guy these days. I mean, the nature <laughs> of Fortnite in general is just too, like, random for me to handle for more than two years, well, and it's just, like, even even coming back and playing Reach is just nice to, like, have, like, a structured, consistent game. Yeah. Where, like, I'm not constantly stressed out of my mind mm. over everything, especially, I mean, obviously the Fortnite money and, and like, how huge it was was nice, but, I mean, obviously with huge prize pools comes a huge amount of stress, yeah. and, like, you only have control over so much in that game versus Halo, you know, it, I mean, you can't even practice Fortnite. Like, it's most, weird, isn't it? How the do you... first... Well, they they finally added custom games, yeah, right? Exactly. So people could organize scrims. But there was, you know, almost two years of competitive Fortnite where you're sitting in a Discord with uh, <laughs> 200 people trying to match into the same game, and that's how you practice. And it's like that sounds fun. <laughs> instead of like, you know, we go to a lane in Halo Three and we're playing four 11 game series a day, and it's like the most efficient thing you could ever do. And then yeah. you get, I do Fortnite and like. You get into a game after an hour finally and you die off the drop and you're like oh all right i guess i'll sit here doing nothing <laughs> you know, this is the huge issue with battle royale that i hate is these games are so popular so you, you got to have an esports scene for a game that's right. so popular but they're not designed to be competitive esports games like we i, I saw on twitter earlier today uh snipe down talking about apex having he dreamed that apex had an arena mode and how sick it would be like if it was like like halo kind of in that style uh, because like you said one of the issues that you go about a rail is this there's this rng or you have to join a discord same with apex or same with Fortnite. you got to be in this discord you just try to join into the same game there's no right. system there's no you know <laughs> framework set for it it's like wild man um <clears throat> but you're back in halo has uh has things been going okay in halo so far yeah it's been good uh it's unfortunate that uh the first pc launch was reached but i yeah. mean i think i think it's better than if they had done like halo one i don't think it would have caught as much traction True. but you know at least at least we have a pc launch finally but I mean, let's just all let's all be clear though. Right, they, right. they missed a big opportunity by not launching Halo Two first. Like right, that was yeah, Halo yeah. Two first. What about Halo yeah. Three? Are you guys no, kind of? I feel like neighbor, you'd be burned out of Halo Three because you guys were playing just, it the last year. Yeah. It, it's not that I, you know, I can still play Halo Three. I love that game, but right. Halo Two was just 
in my opinion, it, it is the best right. Halo 4v4 H2 competitive classic, game. You're saying? Yeah, H2 Classic. Start, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, and, and then if you think about all the, the different playlists that that game had at launch, I mean, it, it's, it's a game built for everyone. Right. And, you know, that that would have been fun to see, you know, especially if they brought back clan match. You know, they could have just done so much uh, great stuff with that. And so it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But I think, yeah. looking forward to it when it does come out very yeah. much. I, the, the sick thing about H2 is the competitive community would have loved to play it. The, the only drawback is the look of it, like the graphics, you know, like does it hold up to the broader community? But the, the big thing is like the pros who are playing it are loving it and they can say good things mm -hmm. about it. And that could yeah. kind of grow something. Well, I think the argument is, you know, like a game like Super Smash Brothers Melee, you know, it's still yeah. widely popular. And in that comparison to, it, it does, it, it really yeah. does. And so I, I think as long as the, the audience is there and the gameplay is, uh, you know, enticing for the fans and the players are loving it, then I think you'd have a, a solid product. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Sometimes graphics don't matter. If if the uh, members of the community love it enough and they they can sure. you know put it up on that pedestal, then then you get a, a community born out of that. Even you know. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's dive into some stuff on Twitter here just to get things started. Uh, apparently, neighbor, you're competing under a new gamer tag, or you're thinking of competing <laughs> under a new gamer tag. Uh, God, you know, what's this all about, I, dude? Honestly, so. This kind of ties in with how long I've been in the scene. You know, I've been competing since 2005. That was my first MLG. So I've been doing this for a really, really, really long time. Okay. Um, and I kind of feel like, you know, neighbor, you know, with me turning 30, I feel like neighbor is just a little, it's a little, yeah, it's, it's, it's gone too, too long. And I, I feel like okay. I need to kind of reinvent myself. All right. And one of my favorite movies back in the day, because, you know, like I said, I'm turning 30. I'm thinking right. of all these childhood movies I could watch before I turned 30, and Flubber came up. And, you know, with the whole Baby Yoda hype coming around, I think <laughs> Flubber's right in that category of a cute okay, little green okay. thing. It's cute. Um, and on top of that, I think it'd be hilarious to hear, you know, the commentators, whether it's Brav or I don't think, I don't know if Lottie's still doing it, but, you know, having them say Flubber. Say Flubber. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's kind of like the, the main idea behind that. That'd be, that was kind of the inspiration. This is a, so. like, you actually thought about this. It's not just some little joke. You're like, yeah, no, it was okay, not a joke. Baby I asked Yoda. my teammates. The internet loves yeah. Baby Yoda. Internet will yeah. love Flubber. There's, <laughs> does yeah. this have marketing potential? Yeah, no, I asked my teammates too, and you know, they they were they were for it. I have a tag on uh, that I use. Uh, that I, I don't know. It, I think it strikes some fear into the competitors, but I think a team like Talks wouldn't really take it too seriously. So, sure. we're, we're we're sticking with Neighbor for this one. Well, I think Neighbor has a legacy. You know, whether you know, like, sure. like neighbor or not, there's a good legacy there, and you you know, keep it going, man. A neighbor's yeah. pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, we got one more little thing from you. Is uh, I've never heard of this term used in Halo before. But let's take a look at this scoreboard real quick. Uh, and you can't read. I can't read it from here, but it says we got lollipopped. Um, oh my god, that was a hilarious game. Uh, yeah, we we played. I think it was a what was it? Saint flag, something like. I don't know. It was some flag match and. We knew that we goose someone on their team, which you know, whenever someone's goosing, you you have that feeling, you know, if you really run through a team. And at the end of the match, this guy said, "We got lollipops." I'm like, "What the hell does that mean?" And I look over at the scoreboard, and it, uh, you know, it, the three ones and a zero made the lollipop. And I said, "That is absolutely hilarious." I just started cracking up because I've never yeah. heard that term throughout the time that I've been playing. And uh, yeah, so that is something we are trying to do at uh, DreamHack Anaheim to other teams. Lollipops some teams. So basically you got the, the top score was zero and the other three <laughs> teammates had one, one, one. Had one, yep. Yeah, that's made a dope. sucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Uh, well, I, I couldn't find any gameplay for me. You haven't been streaming too much recently, Neighbor. Hopefully we get Correct. to see some of that. But uh, yep. Hysteria, on the other hand, has been hitting some nasty clips. Let's watch one together. Always. We're going to watch the, uh, the Battle Creek clip. This one, uh, pretty exciting. Here we are. Walk me through it, Hysteria. These guys keep challenging me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure uh, what level account this was, but I don't think it was level 50. <laughs> okay, triple kill. Uh, okay, so I've never seen this clip before, but I expect to see this tonight. No, there's more. There's more. Is there more? Yeah, he, he said, why do you keep challenging me? And then he gets another triple. No, you just click change profile on your name. Well, he's casually talking to his chat. You think they would stop challenging me? <laughs> wow. Very impressive. Never overkill. Never overkill. You know, Charlotte, that's just what Jacob does. That's why he's on the team. <laughs> that's that's what he's known for. Uh, Jacob, never overkill? Or you, are you, you think you're a little cursed recently? What's going uh, on? You think it's over? I was on a I was on a dry spell for a while, but I've been mixing them in now. They come yeah. in waves. They come in waves. I uh, I saw your Zealot clips. Like the overkills seem to come easy for you on Zealot, at least. Like I, I don't know if you're watching the single Halo clips videos, but there's there's for like three weeks there was like a, a hysteria clip in there of you getting like an over or a kill tack or something in Zealot. I like, guess I guess it's like the smallest map, so it, it's kind of easy. Well, and there's less spawns, so it's a little easier to predict where they're gonna be. Right, right. It's just, it's just no big deal for this guy. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, you have your fair share of unfortunate situations as well. We got one more clip here that we can show. Uh, let's let's take a look. <laughs> you never heard of the one shot beatdown? Uh, you didn't know that truth? Yeah, wow. I, don't, I don't really know. Uh, let's play that again. We'll blame. PC reach for this one. What is that, dude? Hmm. What is that? Actually, that's pretty wild. That's like a uh, BXR in the reach. Yeah, that exactly. was a BXR. Yeah. yeah. It's, Halo, it's Halo 2 Classic. All right, what's that kid's want? gamer tag? We need to contact them. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen a few hackers recently. Even Halo 5, they've got like some like rapid fire aim and you get melted really? in two seconds. Yeah, I don't know, man. People are finding ways. Um, unfortunate. Uh, it's, you know, it's not perfect. It is a 10 year old game that we're playing. Mm -hmm. But uh, but despite that, you guys, uh, you have a whole new roster as well. Let's yeah. take a look at the team we got here. The tweet mm -hmm. just came up recently. Falling Esports. We've got uh, Neighbor Economy, Sabinator, and Hysteria. is a Sabinator. I don't know how to pronounce it. And you got Ghost Ayami as the coach. This is yeah. a, a pretty awesome squad. Guys, uh, tell me about yeah. how this came together. You got the two young gods there. Or I don't know if I'm yeah. giving them too uh, much clout, but the, the Halo 5 kids that came up, and they're very talented. Well, it was interesting because, you know, leading up to uh, this tournament, there there were so so many moving pieces with, you know, what teams were going to be made and a lot of things were tried out. Um, and it, it got to the point where, you know, like at the last Halo 3 event, I teamed with Seb. It was mm -hmm. uh, me, Seb, Falcated, and uh, Dragonite, Donnie, who I love. Um, but Seb and I, we, we ended up sticking together and we were trying to figure out, you know, what exactly we were going to do. Uh, Ace was someone that actually reached out to us. He went on this awesome trip uh, to Asia. He's, if you follow him on uh, social media, he, yeah. he could live vicariously, and it looked <laughs> amazing. But he he called us when he got back, and he said, you know, uh, let's let's try and find a fourth. Let's you know make this team. Okay. Um, uh, you know, after some really good nights of practice, you know, we we get a, a call. 
Aaron uh, received an offer that he couldn't turn down uh, from a team that you know we we played in scrims the night before, and so it's just one of those things that happens, and that's how Halo goes. Yeah, yeah, and and you want to you want to put your like unfortunately this is a business and you want to put yourself in you know the best position that you feel uh, comfortable with so it's understandable. Um, so then we were kind of you know in this like uh, uh, interesting uh, situation where Sab and I were like, all right, what are we going to do? And so and at that time as well, we were playing with Commonly. Um, he was one of the people we were running with, and you know if you know Hammy from you know Halo Five, he is absolutely incredible, individually skilled. Yeah, uh, one the the you know top players in my opinion uh individually and so uh then it came to so if, if that was the three we needed a fourth and we needed a solid fourth that had experience and we actually played with rob, rob the turtle uh in one of the qualifiers where we did pretty well uh we lost the talks right. uh three two um and you know rob is a great great player he actually from after playing with him surprised the hell out of me like his his skill and his knowledge of playing it's very issues, talented yeah, he's he's extremely well, and I know that he'll get on a really good team. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, Jacob was available after the qualifier as well, and Jacob and I obviously have history, you know, dating mm -hmm. back from you know 2010 when we teamed for Halo Three, which triggers down. And so you know, I made that phone call, and let me tell you, it was very similar. If you if you guys out there have seen the montage, let's just say it was very similar. I always said I said let's do this. I I, I dropped some lines from the montage uh, on that phone call, and. Uh, you know, we're fortunate that Jacob uh, is part of this team because obviously he has always been one of the most uh, talented, you know, talented individuals in Halo. Um, and I think his just, uh, you know, his placing speak for itself um, and his gameplay. And so now we're at a point where we have really, we have four really talented players and we're trying to figure out how we can best optimize how we play as a team. Um, so there's been some, uh, some, ups and downs um <laughs> and right now you know we're trying to really work hard to figure this out and uh you know we're hoping by anaheim will be ready to go yeah jacob what do you think so far these guys they play well enough for you or you know you do okay i'm not, I'm not too worried i'm not too <laughs> worried about it yeah, uh, yeah it should be a lot of fun uh and there's a nice level of dedication like we pretty much have been scrimming six out of seven days a week, so that's more than you can say about, you know, I guess, ninety nine percent of Halo right now. There's a, yeah. I mean, it's a struggle to find more than one scrim, if anything. So the fact that they all want to be on every day is super nice, yeah, and refreshing. Nice and and I forgot to mention, by the way, we have another player on our team. And we that, do. That's coach, what I was ask. Ghost yeah. Ayame. And, you know, he's one of the legends of Halo. You know, he's been around the scene for a long time as well. Uh, you know, Jacob and I used to compete against him back in the Halo 2 MLG days um, when he was on Carbon. And, you know, I used to live with him, but also work with him at 343. So uh, the fact that he's back and he, he's bringing his knowledge to, uh, you know, to standing behind us and calling out for screens and, and providing uh, his high level of uh, Halo IQ will be very beneficial. Have you guys been communicating with him like during the scrim period and the qualifiers, or is it just strictly for the tournament he's coming in to help you out? Just strictly for the tournament. You know, oh. that's a great idea, Shyway, and that's yeah. something that we might consider. <laughs> you gotta, so. you gotta get a hold of him. You, <laughs> you know, the thing is, the, is the he, past he did coach um, uh, SQ when I was on Status Quo 
um, last year for Halo 3. He did coach us for the 343 Invitational, where we, uh-huh. I think we placed fifth. Um, and it, it, for him, it's like riding a bike. You know, he he knows the game, and he right, he's right. one of he's a very intelligent person. So it, it's very easy for him to just slip right back into uh, to that mindset. Yeah, yeah. I mean, great to have somebody like that on your team with so much experience, for sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of experience, uh, you had mentioned going way back in the uh, the original Dual Taj playing together back in Triggers Down. We yeah. actually have the Dual Taj. In the oh, background God. right here. Okay, I skipped yeah. the first three minutes, 49 <laughs> seconds of this dual Taj. Do you guys remember the beginning of the oh, dual Taj? Hey, I mean, I, I was surprised <laughs> that we didn't get nominated for like a Webby. Oh um, my God, dude. <laughs> because at that time, I mean, that was a, that, that was such a, it was a work uh, of art. Yeah, it, it really inspired uh, the likes of many montages. Dude, that's uh, Mason's after, masterpiece so. right there. Yeah. It was so fun shooting that. I'm not going to lie. It was so <laughs> stupid. And obviously, like, now that we're older, yeah. Like, why do we do that but at, at the same time it is it's hilarious and i love it and maybe part two will be coming who knows people won't people will never forget it for that reason to be fair <laughs> with the opening uh cinematic oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah yeah it's not just like the the rest of them you know yeah mm-hmm. for, for those of you who don't know you should know and you should go back mm-hmm. on youtube and check it out if you haven't but there's uh you get to see a bit of a day in the life of uh yeah. stereo neighbor there they're with their girlfriends handle it pizza dinners making out <laughs> all the time yeah, yeah that was uh, <laughs> It was it was odd seeing that, but you know. You know, Shadow, let me just tell you this. You know, you know how beneficial that was for my personal life. Like, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm on the YouTube, and I show a girl, and like, wow, right? Okay, you got to show, you know, you, you, any girl. This that guy you has skill, yeah, or something. And then first date, it's like, exactly. oh yeah, here's my, here's what I do, and she sees you macking some girl right before your Halo montage. Yeah, that's his master yeah. plan the whole time, right there. <laughs> You know, but on the flip side, there 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 have been some uh, embarrassing moments. I remember when I was at three four three, it was played on the big screen at one of the times, and it was <laughs> oh, just no. not it was not oh, good. Yeah, that was. So it came back to bite you a bit. Well, uh, I mean, depends on how you look at it. But so. okay, so removing that part, I skipped to the gameplay because the gameplay sure. is is beautiful. You guys are are crazy at this game. You're like mm-hmm. got back to back overkills here. Tell me a bit, like take me ten years back. 2010 triggers down what's it like you know what's a day in the life like or how are you grinding all day every day do you do you live near each other do you land together i know you had the uh the land network uh hysteria yeah. tell me a bit about the what, what it was like back uh, then well we lived like 20 minutes away from each other well the, the beginning the first half of 2010 i was still in high school so like i think how many times do you think a week like maybe like once or twice I'd drive up, mm-hmm. but, and, and then once, uh, once I graduated, we were spending and we were teaming with Tots. We spent a lot of time in Chicago mm-hmm. and yeah, that whole, that whole last year wasn't because it was over two years in Halo three. It wasn't like a hardcore like schedule or anything. It was mainly land focused because we'd have two like 16 lands before each event. Right. Like the, the online practice was more just like keeping your shot fresh i guess there wasn't really a lot of online scrimming okay and and so it really was just you know making sure everyone was on top of their play individually and then you'd play you know a hundred games in one you know for two weekends in a row right before the tournament right and everyone would be on point after that so right right yeah Damn. So a lot of like individual grinding, keeping your shot up online, but then the, the land stuff is where it gets serious. You, you right. guys spent a lot of time in the land network as well, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Prepping for tournaments? <laughs> I mean, what I was know. that like? 
We'd be there for two weeks or two or three weeks straight and Damn. then go straight to the tournament from there. Yeah, I think sometimes longer than that, too. I mean, right. I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. we were I mean, and it was it was a gamer's dream because the Pinocchio yeah. family is uh, the most welcoming uh, people and they're awesome. And so their house was incredible. Number one, number two. It was built for gamers, like their basement. They had, you know, rally car, like uh, arcade type setups yeah. downstairs, NBA so gym. And so, yeah, I mean, we, we'd go down there. We'd play video, like those kinds of games. All the top Halo teams would be there. We'd, oh, shit. My dog's been bugged. We'd eat food. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. Okay, I got to take care of this. Yeah, you got it. Wants to be in the show as well. You, you bring him on. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so... We've got we still got the uh, the dual Taj in the background. From there, we're gonna go to uh, the okay. Hold up, I've got some specific clips we're gonna look at together as well. But I'm gonna wait for Daybird to get back before we get there. <laughs> and Don't worry, my uh, dog's barking too. Yeah, you gotta keep him settled. <laughs> do you uh do you remember like your experience back uh you know with triggers down in these tournaments like in comparison to now like you know where was your your head at in terms of you know what you wanted from you know your career with halo you know what i mean like um, i mean in halo 3 it was first place or bust pretty much like right it, it would there was there was no second wasn't acceptable yeah and it that just like like there was a lot the first year, I mean, I had a, I had a couple wins. I think Mason had a win the first year, but there was a lot of the game was fresh and there was a lot of team changes. I mean, we literally won a tournament and then sniped down left, kind of, you know, like it. Yeah, it was chaotic, and then like it, it was pretty much just if if you, I think I think the top five, I think the top five or six teams were the same way. Like if you if you didn't win, they were just you, split. You, Right, and you didn't think that you had the capability to win. Like mm -hmm. there was a there was a chain, there was a roster change. Yeah. yeah, you guys had a really close call. Um, it was uh, I'm trying to DC. remember the specific. It was was a DC, yeah. And you were the, you were in the, grand finals winner side. Yeah, and uh, they, final uh, boss made that comeback. That was uh, must have been a bit of a rough one, but that was your they, I think your closest moment right there, right? They iced us hard. The, yeah. That tournament, they had winners finals Saturday night. So we had 24 hours between winners finals and oh, finals, man. and FB had a you know five hour losers bracket run, and they get right. to play. They're warm. We, we're like mm. we're like offering to pay a team to warm up against us because everyone <laughs> is knocked out of the tournament. Right. So like we're like, well, I don't know what to do. I mean, and they were obviously the best team at the time, anyways. Yeah. I think yeah. I think if we because we had I think we had a pretty good lay in score against FB in general. I think we matched up fairly well against them but mm -hmm. like yeah. the they were just they were on fire and we were not come finals so they just destroyed us but i mean second place was it didn't feel that bad when the only loss was to the team that essentially won all three at the end of that year but yeah it's it yeah. still it definitely hurt <laughs> when you're that close yeah yeah um Fortunately, things with Halo Reach kind of took that that downward oh. turn. I think Halo Reach is uh, is when it started to get a little less exciting for you guys. Sure. Um, but uh, now that you're playing Reach again, do you feel that drive to kind of you know get back that number one placing? Like Halo Reach was kind of a lower point coming off of Halo Three. Do you think you can kind of reverse that now, uh, especially with the team that you have now? 
I mean, I think so. I mean, we're we're definitely you know putting in the the practice to you know try and compete for that first place finish. Um, yeah. You know, the the what's challenging is these are you know these tournaments in comparison to MLG events during that time. Uh, you know, those events were just there is a lot of prestige behind it and a lot right. of meaning. Um, and right, right. although this these tournaments do have meaning. Um, you know, it, it just doesn't hold the same weight, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, you know, we're competitors. We want to win. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's just different times. And so, uh, like I said, we're putting in the work. Uh, and, and we do want to, you know, be up, uh, you know, at the top at this event. But there is a lot of good competition. And, and we're not going to, we're obviously not overlooking any, team because you know if you look at the qualifying placements from the last couple of weeks you know we haven't we've been in the top six or top yeah. eight consistently and we haven't really uh we need to break that uh that streak it is now however it is a little bit i think more challenging for us because we have three west coast players um so when we okay. play against a team for example like ryan noob's team who we played last week right uh you know and they're hosting from Florida. There's there's some frustrations, but that that goes both ways, obviously, right? Because mm -hmm. when we get hosts, it's challenging for the the other team as well. But um, it'll be interesting. When this game reminds me of Halo Three Online, where there's a lot of kind of sh shenanigans can happen. Yeah. And so you know, I'm really excited to see how this game plays. Um, you know, it, it will be it's going to be totally different. We're on PCs. You know, we've never played on PCs before. Um, hopefully, the equipment's up to par. Yeah. Which I'm sure it is because DreamHack does a really good job at that. I do. Um, so yeah, I think we're all looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping, uh, especially with the transition over to PCs, you guys get like just better a better quality experience. You know, like playing through the entire time. There's no I don't want to get into the whole discussion on it, but any yeah. you know potential latency issues or or an Xbox malfunctioning, it's all on PC. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. that's uh, hopefully everything is is smooth and and runs well. Yeah. Um, uh... As far as your qualifier performance, you seem to do pretty well. Just the team that, that took you out was the team that got second place, Ryan Noob's team, as far as the last mm -hmm. qualifier goes. Um, I watched the series, and I grabbed a couple clips, and I was wondering if you guys wanted to take a look at some of this with me. We've got uh, the first one's from Battle Creek. Now, in Battle Creek, your series, you guys, somebody joined the game, like, midway through or whatever, and they yeah. were winning. At the time, so you said, okay, you, you only have to play to 160 and we'll play to 250. You guys were playing way better the second time around, though. And yeah. uh, the moment that we're looking at is your control of the Rocks Hill, mm -hmm. uh, which you do a pretty good job controlling the Rocks Hill in this one sequence. So let's take a look at that together. Should come up. There we go. Um, and then just tell me a bit about kind of like what's going through the mind of you guys uh, in this moment here when you make this transition. So Hysteria spawning up uh and you're looking to control the the rocks hill right here <laughs> so i think for beaver at least the most important thing is red base and then you have yeah so you, you have three on that side of the map and then kind of one person lurking so like a lot of the time if we have all four at red we'll port someone through behind that kind of thing and or maybe we won't <laughs> all right if you have a specific, uh, no, sorry, no, the, the, I don't want to give away secrets like a, or whatever. No, yeah, yeah. Strat or anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, everything is literally there's streamed. The general like, there's rule no of thumb is what right, we're our, talking yeah, about. General rule of thumb is we have yeah. red base. And then, yeah. like, red base and it's is literally, yeah, that's every game type, right? You have your yeah. you have your two or three people doing, like, holding down what you want, and then you have your lurker, but... Yeah, nice clean up here. 
we and just, I think when we say when we when we say red base too, we want to make right. sure we're on top of the red base right. because the bases do have uh, differences, and the red base has the slant in the back that you can use to really utilize yeah. head glitching and uh, just putting up like really good shots in across the map. Right, right, exactly. Taking advantage of people who port over the other side, and then uh, yeah. even the archway, the way the archway is shaped favors red side. Yeah, yeah, oh. that's definitely always been a one-sided map. You know, yeah. ever since Halo Two. I mean, what, this is like the third or fourth version of, of <laughs> Battle Canyon or, you know, uh -huh. Beaver Creek, whatever you want to call it. So it's definitely not a new uh, new thing to hold red side of the map. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a shame we didn't play the first uh, half of the game like we did in like this, this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's definitely bummer. Yeah, it looks like if this continued, you definitely would have won it. But um, mm. yeah, definitely you're right. You're prioritizing red side here. You try to get people in the spots, like top archway. If you can get somebody up on snipe as well, that's great. Um, yeah, you had a really good moment there. I, I guess we can't pick it apart um, without it on screen. But the the one I do want to see a little bit more in detail is the countdown uh, gameplay. Because countdown, you guys kind of struggled a bit. There was one sequence within two minutes where mm. they get three flags, you guys get one. Yeah. So this one, I, I definitely want to take a look at and try to break down a little bit and see see what you think here. At the beginning of this, I don't know if we can pause it. I don't know how much control we have, John. Um, but when Hysteria, it seems paused here, when Hysteria spawns up here, you've got uh, Neighbor, you're above, mm -hmm. up on the third. Uh, yeah. He's got commonly spawns with him, and you've got Sav over on the opposite side rocks there. He's going to make an insert through Big Door. Uh, and then watch how it plays out. Let me know what you guys think about kind of how it went down, if you think it could have... You know, gone differently. Yeah, a little bit of slow mo here. Yeah, let's go. You got yourself in a rough spot. And then yeah. Sab's going for the pole, but commonly he's ISO on rockets. And neighbor, you're there to try to help him with the pole. What do you think of the way that this went, though? So, I think we, I don't know if we end up capping. I think. A lot of our issue is like overextending flag caps and not, you know, giving it up. But I don't. I think that we 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 make a lot of the right decisions and sometimes it just doesn't go our way. Like you know, I I spawned and literally went back to our flag and died getting shot in the back immediately. You know, if that yeah. if I had if I had looked and we had killed him there, then the whole thing's gonna play out different. Yeah, I I think. We talked about it after the tournament. Like a lot of this, we played, we played it well, and in countdown in general, it's very chaotic. And like you said, like people can, you can cap three flags in two minutes, like right without, without much, like that the other team can do. If mm -hmm. if you don't get a, a good spawn to stop the flag, you you can get run over and get double and triple capped on. This isn't, it's not like sank flag where they gotta kill the whole team three times. Just to get one flag, you can yeah. you can run over teams on countdown extremely quickly. Yeah, yeah. and especially playing against a team like Ryan Noob's uh, Ryan Noob, uh, you know yeah. he he is very uh, methodical in 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 these flag pulls that are kind of scrappy that can catch a team off guard if you're not positioned correctly. Mm -hmm. And so it's just one of those things you always have to be cautious about the guy because you know he's whether he's sneaking or doing some nerdy play, he's really good at disrupting. The flow uh, that your team's trying to get into, and I yeah. think a lot of the caps, it, it, I mean, they had some great relays where, you know, we'll kill them all, and then they'll be able to stop our, you know, kind of counter cap really well. So it's it's just kind of finding that balance and not yeah. letting them use that strategy against us. 
Um, yeah, if we run it back real quick uh, uh, to the producer, if you can restart it, I have a, a thought on like how it, it could go down alternatively. I don't know if we could get it to restart. Um, but what do you guys think of a rock side flag run for the beginning there? <clears throat> oh, going big door. Yeah, um, so so you all kind of spawn outside. If you mm -hmm. just all OE'd through Rockside, um, and rocks were coming up as well, and then went for the rocks, you know, the Rockside run, you think mm -hmm. that's an effective way to to, to make it work as well? Because if we can replay it, it'd be easy to explain. But um, I think the biggest thing that oh here it is right here. Because oh. we because there was a guy in our base, so I don't I'm not sure. Yeah, how well so it hysteria. Yeah, maybe you would have had to stay back, but then commonly right. B lines up through rocks, and you got Sab on rock side. Neighbor stays up on third uh, with an angle, and then uh, you prioritize running at rocks, and you pick up rocks as well. So that way you have the rocket secured. The big issue is Sab ends up going for the run through neighbor, like through the side the neighbor's on on snipe side, and commonly's left ISO with the rockets. He dies, and then they pick up rocks and they take you out. I, it's yeah. probably hard in this format to go through. Well, yeah. I mean, when you when you watch this, there's definitely you make some good points. I mean, I think that's an issue that we've noticed with our team is 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 when to grab the power weapons and 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 how to position ourselves around that. And um, it, like one of the flag runs they stopped is you know like right here. Yeah, uh, we knew rockets were coming up. We knew when rockets were coming up, and we yeah. just let them all spawn big door. And push straight into our flag from training, and that's something we're now we're kind of we talked about that that exact situation, and I think we're more uh, aware of what we're going to do if that were to occur again, especially at that time. Um, you know, we try to force I think way too many things. Um, this is and, good though for the counter to start, right? So you have somebody blocking big door, and mm -hmm. then he's running it through snipe, but then watch he takes it out front over to danger. I wonder if he took it where hysteria was instead, it would have been a safe yeah. run instead of Wait. going down. Yeah, That's exactly. No. We we literally talked that exact yeah. thing about how yeah, little things like that, right? Like yeah, yeah. Because then I you mean, lost we, so many men on that counter that mm -hmm. you they got an instant counter right back right. on you, right? Yeah, yeah. and a like lot of me. that also goes to our communication. You know, if things are uh, frustrating, things are happening. You know, we're not, we don't communicate like it's exactly like you know like we would at a tournament, directing that flag runner to say, hey, come come jet to me. You know, or maybe we did, and someone missed the call out. You know, it's just one of those yeah. things. We did talk about that situation because, yeah, we definitely played that yeah, incorrectly. No. Well, it's it's one of those things that like it's so difficult in the moment. It's easy to look back and be like, oh yeah, maybe this was correct. You know what I mean? Um, but right when you're there in the moment, you're trying to react to these callouts and these plays. Like it, it's brutal. Like it, you know, it's very hard to pull it off. But it, it's it's interesting to see in hindsight, like. Um, you know, how you can lock down these areas. And I wonder, you know, if prioritizing a rock side run, it is slower, it takes longer and it's more open, but in certain, you know, at certain times, it actually seems like it might be the way, like it might be the route that could work out. It, it could be, it, what, what I think what's challenging is the fact that the majority of the spawns um, can really stop that flag run. Uh, Definitely. You know, whether it's like they spawn the outside door, if they spawn S2 jet, you know, yeah. it's just those nades coming in from up there, it really can delay that, that whole, Movement, but I think I think at times it could be a viable run. I'm not saying that's not. It's just yeah, yeah, right. it's it, you have to prepare for the situations of a team flanking your back ramp of you know a lot a lot of factors. So yeah, it's like a that's the nature of Halo, right? You have these ideas on what is the best thing to do, <laughs> but then there's like, well, there's this situation where we should run a big door. There's this situation where we run a window. You know, it yeah. There's there's a 
majority of times where one certain thing is the best, but when you go back and you look and it's like, well, if we ran the flag big door here, we definitely would have capped. Yeah. But you can look at it the other way too. Like we ran a big door and we didn't cap because of it. So mm. it's really, like you said, it's hard in that moment yeah. to know a lot of, there's a lot of hindsight in Halo. I mean, it's unfortunate. We were talking about the other day that there's no working theater mode. And, I know this is the worst thing about and, the game. And I so it, it's, we're like sitting, trying to go over stuff, like sifting through <laughs> yeah. five odd. I'm the only one streaming. Yeah. It's like, it's like, well, I don't know what Mason or I don't know what Sap <laughs> doing. Like, where yeah. is he? <laughs> like, we can't even tell what happened to him because we I don't know. have his screen. Yeah. Or I think it was literally in that series, right? It, I think it was Sank Flag. You guys tried to they, go back after they and, got and a, talk they about got a, yeah, they got a they got a touch on a pull that they and ended up capping that they never should have. And we mm-hmm. literally no, 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 how we did, they did no it. one could figure out how he got to the flag. Yeah. We have no idea how it happened. We tried to watch it and we couldn't we actually yeah. couldn't figure it out at all. So yeah. like really it's really frustrating because there's you want to go like you don't want to focus on the super situational stuff, right? Uh-huh. The, the whole what ifs, but it's nice to see where something would or wouldn't have worked, but mm-hmm. you, it's so much harder to do it without being able to go back and watch and see where everyone is on the map. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. The only remedy is to have everybody stream, but you know that might not be ideal if you want to play your best or if you don't want to show off, you know, at the whole world how you're playing as a team or whatever it is. Yeah, um, right. and I understand the limitations even, there. You can't even look at the other team's spawns or what they do off spawn. To like, it's like, oh, let's go back and watch how they. Right. How, how they are the spawns reacting to, to these? Right. How did uh, they break our setup off the yeah. of spawn? Like, yeah. well, I don't actually know who the first spawner was and where he went. So, <laughs> right. It's I guess we can guess. Uh, we could try to guess what they did. Do you guys feel like you have a good idea on how the spawns are, are working in Reach so far? Like, uh, any like big differences in comparison to Halo Three? I mean, it's completely different. <laughs> yeah, but I think. I think we we're we're getting a good grasp on the spawn system, yeah. Especially in flag game types, yeah. We we don't have that many. I guess the biggest one would be sank. You know where you try to run at rocks and they're spawning. There's almost no situation where we get caught off guard by it. I mean, even if we don't properly execute it, we at least have like have, we give each other the correct information with spawns in flag game types. Almost the entirety of our scrims, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, and credit to Hammy because Hammy is, you know, uh, prior to you know, back in the day when Reach was, uh, you know, just starting, he was, at least the story he told me is he was like the one v one guy. You know, I was the one v one guy on Guardian. He was the one v one guy in Reach. Nice. I didn't really play Reach one v ones, but his spawn knowledge on that map is absolutely incredible. And if you get a chance to play him in a one v one, you won't have a fun time because you can <laughs> just you can get in this trap where you just die immediately. Yeah. Um. You know from from hut to flag to rocks back yep. hut, it, it's very frustrating. So, uh, you know, he he definitely has a that understanding that our team knows is generally based off of, I think, his experience and uh, yeah, it's, it's been very helpful. So. Yeah, the, the spawns really seem to prioritize like a specific cycle that you can kind of predict. Um, yeah, I'm sure Comley has that down. It's it's uh, it's interesting for sure. But nice to see you guys grinding and thinking about this stuff and you know get you know, getting the game up for uh, for DreamHack Anaheim. Uh, let's take a look at those qualifier results uh, and some of these rosters here. What do you guys think of of these teams? Uh, hopefully, we get the image. There we go. 
Uh, you know, of course, you got Mantra who just won with uh, Boo Boo, Ace, Fallicated, Spartan. Are there any like new names or, or any teams that you think are, are really kind of jumping out at you as big competitors going forward in this event? Uh, yeah. Uh, gosh, King Nick on our noobs team, very yeah. talented player, and he. I mean, I maybe played Hill Five. I'm I'm not too sure if he was in the Hill Five pro scene or not, but. He's extremely talented. I mean, if you look at the names up on that, up on these this list, I mean, I I think that there's the the skill level um, is is could be arguably higher than what we were facing in uh, when we were playing Halo Three. Um, mm. I mean, obviously, you know, we don't have the snipe downs, we don't have the Roy lunchbox, but sure. I mean, all these really top uh, individual pros that competed in Halo Five, you know, like the uh, Neptunes, the Saiyans, the Renegades. Uh, you know, Eco's team, like they're they're all very good at this game, and so um, which makes it exciting. It makes it exciting to to play against high level competition. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting. I, I'm I'm very I'm 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 pretty sure there'll be quite a few upsets and uh, um, yeah. at this event, um, and so that that um, will de definitely be an exciting thing to watch out for. Yeah, I hope so. What do you guys think of the uh, mouse and keyboard controller kind of situation? Hysteria, you have a, a clip that you hit recently saying mouse and keyboard is just, it's, it's like snoozing when you're playing uh, with a sniper right here, getting this overkill was was too easy. What, do you guys think we're going to see any mouse and keyboard coming up in this tournament? Uh, I, I think the only time we'd see it is if Lethal wants to just really yeah. Yeah. dominant and yeah. say, you know what, we're up, we're up, you know, 2-0 in this series. Right. I'm gonna put it in because I've played against him on mouse and keyboard, and he's annoyingly good. Yeah. So I can see him busting that out. Uh, as for other, I think everyone else within the the the, the top eight right now is is controller. So we'll see. I'm I'm sure there will be some god that comes out that is just hitting every snipe shot. Um, yeah. So I, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting it's, to see who brings the not, yeah. It's just not worth mechanical. it. Yeah. It's not worth it. To, to play on mouse right now because 90% yeah. of your situations are with DMR and it's right. way easier. It, yeah. It's not even that mouse and keyboard is bad, right? Like, yeah, you can. I I don't feel there's any lag or anything. It's not a it's not an input like issue that it's broken or something. You know, right. there's no heavy aiming or input lag. It's just like infinitely easier to five shot on controller and you know you can hit all the no scopes in the world on mouse right. but at the end of the day you're not spawning with a sniper so <laughs> yeah it's it's just it's an easy choice to make and i think with just i think it's reach specifically that right. it's not worth it i mean we'll see with other games i mean the halo 2 potential on keyboard and mouse is insane with, why do you think that uh yeah. with double shotting and right. quad shotting I think would be way easier on mouse. Do you think yeah. on keyboard it's going to be easier to input those things? Like when you think yes. about like, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously the only thing that I'm mean, double shotting in general wasn't that common, mm -hmm. and like tournament play just because it was high risk. I get it. All right, you, <laughs> you know what I mean. Compare, it's not like like everyone everyone on the planet could be XR and all that stuff right, was being right. utilized yeah. nonstop versus double yeah. shotting. Was it was a situational type of thing, or but the excessive shot or whatever. Right, with, uh, 
what will be interesting too is people will be able now to now jump in double shot while right. still aiming and that's the basic yeah, thing about double firing is you really couldn't aim while doing yeah, it because exactly. not many people clawed uh, claw right yeah. yeah so yeah it will be that will be definitely very interesting that's to gonna be crazy right yeah, exactly and you can you can hockey it to whatever you feel comfortable oh with. my god so, dude sounds yeah, kind of broken it, now right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that should be interesting and then i guess the future of keyboard and mouse i feel like it it should end up being the go-to for infinite because that is releasing with native keyboard and mouse support so yeah like generally that when when a game comes out with both of those mouse is stronger but i don't i don't think that that's going to be an issue for like competitive i mean look at uh i mean tox is are like undisputed best team right now obviously they didn't win the last qualifier but they, sure. they won the first two and i think the only one that hasn't messed around on keyboard and mouse and been extremely good is apg like if you've sure. watched in the throwback tournaments like royalty snakebite and lethal are all insane on keyboard and mouse yeah, as well yeah. so yeah like if people are worried about you know controller not being good in infinite or keyboard and mouse being too strong it's really I don't think any of the pros would be affected by that. I mean, even even Mason here, like we used to play Counter Strike every day. Like most people aren't shy of keyboard and mouse either. So I think yeah. I think whatever I think for the future of the game, they need keyboard and mouse to be strong. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, I, I think that was part of the reason why Reach is like dying out so quickly is because keyboard and mouse is super outshined by controller. Mm -hmm. Right, and a lot of it comes back down to aim assist, though, right? So, like with Infinite, if the aim assist settings are the same, do you think we could run into the same kind of issue, or if, is it if, the gun as well, right? Like, if we get a BR that's a burst rifle that shoots slower, then that could change it, right? I think, I think the the gun affects it, yeah. The gun's a big part, yeah. And, but I think Reach itself has stronger aim assist than any other Halo on PC, yeah. Like at the when you're yeah. at a higher frame rate as well, it just I don't know really what strong. I don't know what caused it, but yeah. Especially if it's like a Halo Five type of game, like which it seems to be going in that direction. Like mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't think aim assist was too crazy in Halo Five. So, I I, I don't know if they <laughs> they've had enough time on the game that they should at least be able to balance inputs. Hopefully, above anything else. <laughs> yeah, like you throw you throw like the decision making and all of that out the window and just solely focus on them having smooth inputs on controller and keyboard and mouse yeah. like they they should be able to to have no issue with that well and i think yeah. but an, an issue too with halo 5 is you know halo 5 was on pc right. but it was right. very challenging to be able to pull off the type of movement that that game uh you know uh needed right and so it, I think it will be really interesting. I think the pro team that they have right now uh, has a good balance of players, uh, you know, with the pros that they have, but also they have uh, people there that are really good with the mouse and keyboard, like yeah. high level type players. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be uh, I think we're all looking forward to seeing if they can do it right, because that will be the big challenge in my opinion. Yeah. 
like you said about the pro team, it does seem like it's a really healthy mix of not just mouse and keyboard players, but but people who are fans of very specific Halo games. Like you got your Halo CE, like really high level players and people who might have come from Halo 2 or Halo 3. Like there's a seems like there's a good mix of talent there that have, uh, you know, that, that like different Halos and, and are talented at different Halos. So that's sure. really nice to see. What would you guys hope to see uh, from Infinite? Of course, Infinite is the big game that we're waiting for. Uh, like, how do you hope it kind of takes form as far as, you know, abilities or or even just, you know, other things like ranking systems, stuff like that? What do you most hope to see from the game? Go ahead, Jake. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I talk about it every time it gets brought up. I yeah. Think, I, I'm sure Mason agrees, too. Like, we we don't want, like, super advanced movement as far as, like, sprint and that stuff goes, but... That's not, like it's not a it's not a make or break thing as far as whether or not it will be a good game. Yeah, I think as far as the player base being big, I think that goes back to like a balanced input and then a good ranking system and even just like a reason a reason to play the game, which I think progression and like having good playlists is a huge deal. Right, like. Reach right now, there's one like, I mean, there is two other ranked playlists, but I mean, those let's just say those don't really count. There's Team Hardcore, or right. you play Social, you don't play anything else. Yeah. And to bounce off that, they, if you want to warm up or play no bloom, no sprint settings, so essentially the comp settings, you can't do it in Social. Mm. Like, there's no. Yeah, you're kind of limited. No, Everything is if you want to play no bloom, you play team sniper. So like yeah, they need to make sure that everything with playlists and like ranking is set up correctly. Right, right. That's definitely huge. Being able to play mm -hmm. the competitive settings, whether it's custom games, uh, social, or whatever, like in a, a bunch of different environments, you don't have to just jump into you know something uh, like the competitive playlist cold. Um, right. And neighbor, uh, you agree yeah. with? With wanting to have more of, I guess, uh, not not full crazy advanced movement. Um, what do what do you think would be a sweet spot? Uh, I mean, personally, <clears throat> I'm a classic Halo guy. I've always been a classic Halo guy. Yeah. That formula to me has been tried and proven uh, to work and has been uh, successful. And if you want to use, you know, the argument, well, it's during a time when there were very, you know, few titles out, or is, you know, it's when the Xbox was booming. You know, that I think that's valid. But at the same time, those people, the people that played that game loved playing that game. And there's a reason for that. Um, and so I hope that with Infinite, they're able to recapture kind of that Halo feel um, and appease to everyone. And I hope that the product is finished by launch. Uh, you know, I think they hurt, they, they hurt themselves when, you know, uh, a, a, a form of, you know, like, let's say Forge isn't in at launch or like Theater. Right. Yep. I just hope that it's a very completed product, and I, I'm and I'm sure you know they're working hard to do so. Um, and you know, gameplay wise, I like I said, you know, I'm a classic guy, but at the same time, I'm a Halo fan at heart. So whatever is uh, produced, I'll I'll probably play it. And if it's if it's one of those games that's a little too wild for me, um, <laughs> then I most likely will stop playing since, like I said, I'm turning thirty. But at, at the sure. same time, like if it's a game that's in my ballpark. That I feel like I'm confident in and I can compete in, then you know I'll give it a go. Right, right. What do you think it is about advanced mobility that kind of takes it away from that Halo feel, like when there's too much? 
Uh, I mean, I it goes back to you know when when Reach was dropped and and Halo Four. You know, they I think the market that they were trying to uh, appease to were were the Halo players, but also uh, games that had large fan bases that right, might right. think that hey, I'm going to try this out. Which I think Halo Four is a perfect example of that. I think you know with no D scope with Sprint, um, yeah, Halo Four abilities. You know, it was just really. Well, I mean, and they said it too. Yeah, there was yeah. a bit awkward. They said that they hired people specifically because they didn't like Halo. And I think you kind of, you you had you you can gather that feeling because of you know when you're playing the game. Sure. Um, so, uh, yeah. To uh, going back to your question, what makes it feel uh, so foreign to me is is just that is that it doesn't have its own formula like the classic Halos did, where it's really like the gameplay at a competitive level came down to map positioning, uh, you know, outsmarting your opponent, opponent and your gun skill. Like yeah. that's those are the the three kind of factors that um, really made it Halo player shine and unique from other players. Yeah. Um, so, but at the same time, the argument could be said that you know if you look at Halo Five, you know, in someone like Shotzi, you know, right. he he was able to take that game and really. Uh, showcase the high level of mobility and put it to a level where not many people can do that i yeah. mean i've tried to spring spring jump as consecutive you know in consecutive times like like he does with with his like thrust slide yeah it's hard it's not easy it takes a lot of practice so yeah uh you know like i said what, whatever product uh ends up coming out i'm sure you know the halo fans will be excited uh but my my big thing personally is i really hope the campaign kicks butt this time around yeah, I wasn't a big of fan of the, yeah. the last campaign, and uh, I've I've kind of get, you know getting back into and playing co-op with you know some of my friends. Uh, I I really look forward to see where they're taking the story, you know, because yeah. I think they have some some great lore, and uh, I'm a fan of the novels, and and hopefully, yeah, they they nail it up, they do a good job. We'll see. Yeah. I agree with you. I think the campaign is really going to sell the game overall. Like if that doesn't go well, then that that hurts majority of the population that even goes into multiplayer, right? Like Halo's Halo right. 5's marketing campaign, and then having the campaign not represent what the marketing was, and, and that was an awesome that. campaign. I love it. Was it was a great that, marketing campaign, great. but the game but, itself, the yeah, the campaign didn't follow suit. You know, it's it, like yeah. that can't happen. Um, yeah. As as far as what you meant about the Halo feel, I, I actually I understand where you're coming from. If you take Halo Reach, for example, a very setup based game, right? Power weapons are super important. High ground map positioning is super important. Your team has to set up in very specific locations to control the map and predict the flow of gameplay. Halo Five is different, right? Uh, Halo Five is good in its own right, but the advanced mobility allows for a new option that isn't available in classic Halo. It's explosive aggression, right? Like. Sure. It's the sprint combined with the thrust allows for this option where you can fly at your opponents and aggressive mm -hmm. tactics are so powerful that the best players will always, almost always choose aggression over controlling a specific point in the map. So you get a rotation style gameplay. So it's not to say that the Halo 5's gameplay is bad, it's that it's changed the formula. The formula of what Halo was, that being setup based, power weapon control, all of that, it's different now with Halo 5. So that's yeah. what I've recognized is the real dichotomy yeah. here. And I wonder if there's a way to have advanced mobility, but to preserve the formula. How do you make it so that, which I guess is what you guys are saying, it have advanced mobility, but don't make yeah. it so people are flying across the entire map. Well, you still yeah. have to control specific portions of the map and power weapons and whatnot. Uh, yeah. But you maybe you have a thrust you can outplay your opponent. And uh, yeah. I, I like thrust, but I don't like sprint. So sure. I, like, well, I, I, yeah. yeah. 
I think finding that balance is important, but one one uh, item of mobility that we don't talk about enough that really breaks the classic formula is clamber. So yeah. clamber, in my opinion, is one of the most busted uh, abilities that you can use because on a map like Coliseum, you could be at the very bottom of the map. Mm-hmm. And if you take that comparison uh, you know, and use it, let's say Halo 2, and you're pink 3, looking down on P1, you have a, a, a very large advantage, right? Yeah. In Halo 5, it doesn't really matter because if you're down on the lowest point of the map, you can use Clamber to really maneuver and get back up to the you know area of control in a second. Yeah. Um, and so that that is something I would love to see uh, removed from the game. I think Clamber, although it feels good, like in campaign, I, I think it feels great to be able to like yeah. climb up ledges. Uh, it does break the flow of how uh, maps should play, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, I I think clamber is too powerful. At, at the very least, it's too yeah. powerful. You know what I mean? If it's still there, then it sure. needs to be tweaked because yeah. the way that it works currently is the drop back. The, the they call it the Cali clamber, whatever they call it, where mm-hmm. you can clamber up, drop back, clamber back down, and if you're on the right ledge and you're spamming it, you can fire shots at people and they can barely see you. It's like the, it's it's nearly broken. It's it's too powerful. Yeah, and there's there's so many different ways to balance that. Like whether it's a slower animation, or even for the whole the abilities in general, to yeah. use an ability, you have to put your gun away. So then you right. can't just immediately shoot. You know, there 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 are ways that you can, I think, uh, attack that that situation, and and uh, hopefully that's something that is being considered. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, random thought I was thinking is, let's say the clamber, it doesn't block you out of the ability to shoot. And when you do clamber, it's like a one arm that pulls your body up and it sends you up above the cover and you fall down on top of it. So you can't do a drop back. You're up in the air and you're exposed. You can thrust if you want, but you're burning your lifeline. Um, And if not, then you you got to take that time to fall and try to hit your shots. I mean, I'll tell you what, I would love to snipe some little gophers popping their heads up. Right, yeah. (laughs) At the bottom of the map. I love that. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, it would be awesome to see Halo make a comeback. Uh, and I guess to close the show, do, do you guys think they can make a comeback? I know uh, hysteria on your stream. People were saying Bungie, Bungie can save Halo. And you said, nah, you know, Bungie kind of got a little lucky with competitive multiplayer. Um, when it, when it, when we look at our relationship with the community and the developer, do you think this is something that that's improved a lot? And and do you think there's potential for a comeback here? I mean, they're definitely trying. There's whether it's a perfect line of communication or not between like the HCS team and like us and then how much that even matters right we they can listen to us all they want like but if they go in and the devs don't agree with it like it doesn't matter right but I think just the fact that that line of communication exists anyways is better than nothing right like like I said, with the Bungie thing, I mean, look at vanilla Halo 3. Like, it's right. borderline unplayable, right? Yeah. But, like, we, like, we, like, and us, us and MLG took it into our own hands to make that game good, right? Right. So yeah. the fact that we, we don't ha- really have to worry about that, right? Like, it's not going to, well, like, Halo 5 at the start was kind of rough with the automatic weapons and all yes. that stuff and Spartan Charge and everything. I mean, that's the only time I played the game and everyone always tells me about how much better it was after. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, even use that as an example, they clearly learned that that stuff can't be in. Exactly. Uh, and I think keeping keeping the competitive game and the 
the vanilla game similar is very important. Sure. Like Counter-Strike and League of Legends and all those mega popular games are almost the exact same. There's no yeah. differences. But you can't, like, if you're going to have that stuff, like, just take it out for comp. Like, you yeah. could have Spartan charging and ground pounding and casual Halo 5 and AR start and then take it out and comp. And it's still almost the exact same game. Right. There's going to be a very small difference. And it'll be easier for people to get into the competitive scene. So I think that there is hope for Infinite. And if you look at Twitch numbers and how many people played Reach the first week, yeah, like people want to play a good Halo. They, they want do. to play a Halo on PC. Like, it's just this, you know, this specific game just wasn't it. Right. So I will say the launch was pretty smooth, right? There wasn't that many issues. So Which is good, yeah. they didn't scare people off with that. Because <laughs> yeah. if it was if it was an OG MCC launch all over again, I'd say there's oh, it'd be brutal. It would, it would it'd be done. It would have yeah. ruined Infinite's launch. Yes, it would have. Yeah, so like we have we don't have high hopes, right? Like we're all <laughs> we're all too yeah. used to yeah. not being let down, but just not getting like the game we want. If if you don't count Halo Five as a Halo, it is a good game. Yeah. Like you guys were talking about how it doesn't feel the same. Right. Like if you took Halo out of the name and just played it, like oh, it's, it's a good game. It's a good competitive game. Love it. It's just yeah. not the same, right? Yeah. So, like, let's just assume that if and it's the same way, right? It, it's it's going. It, it's going to be as long as it's a good game. If it doesn't feel like Halo, like. You know, us us older people are going to be more upset, but there's still a lot of people that love Halo 5, and as long as the launch is smooth and the game works, like Mason was saying, and it launches with everything, including yes. Gator and Forge and all that, like, I think, we'll, it, I think it'll be in a good spot, and I think we will see success for, you know, content creators and being able to you know, make our living with Halo. So I I think the problem now is just the, the wait and how long it's going to be. Yeah, sure. I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, my, I, I have a bias. I've, I have a very biased opinion. Like, I, I, I really think that they're going to put out a good product just because the fact that, you know, I, I, I had the fortunate opportunity to work at the studio. Yeah, you and, the team. Yeah. And I, I believe in everyone that they have there. And I think the pro team that they've, uh, that they now have is really passionate. They're all really passionate about, you know, trying to help build this great product. And, uh, you know, to, to work at that studio, you have to be, you have to have the credentials, man. You have to have, yeah. you have to, you know, know your stuff. And, and the people at that at 343, they know their stuff and, and they love what they're working on. So, uh, I think they want to, you know, they're, they're striving to make a game that, uh, will appeal to the fan base. And whether it's a classic game, you know, that appeals to us, that'd be awesome. But if it's something else, I'm sure it will still be really good. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. I think there's potential. I, I think it could happen. It, you know, it's possible that we could get some kind of a comeback here, especially having Halo land on PC for the first, or not Halo Infinite, a brand new game made for PC for the yeah. first time. 
Um, and and like you said, if they if they release a complete package and they release something that that can be changed and iterated upon if necessary, if there's something that's crazy that doesn't work for competitive, please it, it, can we take it out quickly? Well, you know, to, ba to backpack sure. on that, like a, a side note, uh -huh. Halo Halo Two and Halo Three had major balance patch that came out like, right two to three months after for each one. It can happen, it, yeah. Like yeah. it, and I don't I don't think that's a bad thing right like that just means that okay we tried this didn't work out let's fix it kind of thing instead of right sticking to nope this is how we release the game you're stuck with it it's like, as long as they <laughs> are willing to do stuff like that as well then yeah there's a huge a huge ceiling for how good the game could be yeah well i hope it happens we got a whole almost a whole year to wait to figure it out <laughs> yeah uh, in the meantime, Falling Esports, you guys got an incredible roster. I'm so excited to see you guys play. I know you have scrims coming up next. Is that the next thing to do tonight? Yeah, yeah, and yep. uh, about 40 minutes here. I am playing uh, Falcated and Aces team, the winner of the last qualifier. Let's so go. It's a there big one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Well, hopefully we can see at least one of you guys streaming it. Maybe, maybe Hysteria. We can yeah, get I'll some, be, I'll some be gameplay. On, yeah. Awesome. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. So keep grinding, guys. Looking forward to seeing you in uh, Anaheim, and and hopefully it's an amazing event. First time Halo on PC in an event should be pretty exciting. Thank you so much yep. for joining me, guys, and uh, looking forward to seeing you soon. Yep, yeah. Thanks, thanks for Alex. Yeah. No yep. problem. All right, that's everything for today's episode of HCS Weekly. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Remember, if you like this episode and you want to watch more, you can always check on YouTube, youtube.com slash UGC events. This VOD will go up on youtube.com. You can also check in the past broadcasts of this Twitch page, of course, as well. You can also listen to this podcast, I guess, on the go on, on Apple Podcasts. You've got Spotify, Google Podcasts, all, all the different apps. It's available for you to listen to it and enjoy. Uh, and that's everything for today's episode of HCS Weekly. Have a nice evening. Evening, and I'll see you again next week.